Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new 600th episode recorded live at the Athenaeum Theatre with guests Dave Hughes, Nazim Hussain, Aaron Chen, Cam James and Danielle Walker. And of course, this week, the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by Greg Larson and his show, We All Have Bloody Thoughts, on now at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We love Geggy. Love seeing him go off. Big uh, Greg. Big Greggy. Yeah. Big Geggy wants an eggy. Yeah. I'm going to read the copy they sent me because I, I don't know if you've read his blurb, but I do really like it. Come see the world through the eyes of this dead set moron. <laughs> Ranting and raving about this and that. Oozing a thick syrup as he squeals and oinks his way through his top shelf material. <laughs> very good. A pretty apt description. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm personally uh, very much looking forward to getting down and checking out uh, Mr. Oily himself live <laughs> on stage. Yeah, it is. Um, of course, these are in the past going to the future, but it's March 31 through till Sunday, the April the 24th. So the yep. full month uh, at this stage, you can... You, sorry, you can't see every night from now on. You can't post date this and go back and see the whole month but at this point you can still go and see him for like 10 nights in a row if you'd really like to yeah go and do that comedy.com.au um dress up as mr oily he's told us that's what he wants people coming in shirtless lubed up um bring your own little um bring your own little tarp to lay down just cosplaying as greg larson (laughs) to his show would be very good He told us about um, an aborted Tonightly sketch where they were going to have Mr. Oily and his wife, Mrs. Greasy. Right. And they were going to have a wedding where they would slip they would slip, slip and slide down, down towards each other down the aisle. Wow, that's good. And the top brass in at the, uh, in at the ABC were not into it. Wow. Which uh, Ronnie, I think just goes to show that we should defund it. Ronnie's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out Greg. We love Greg. Very funny. Uh, the stuff that I've seen him doing in the rooms has been great. Comedy.com.au is where you can get your tickets to that. We also have our live dates coming up this Saturday, April the 16th. Yep. And then the following Saturday, the 23rd. And then the day after that, the 24th, which is a postponed show uh, that we had to move because I got Sweet Lady Rona. Mm, and that is, uh, so their, their afternoon show, 16th is 4.30 in the afternoon. The 23rd is 4.30 in the afternoon. And then April the 24th is at 9.30, 9.45 at night. Mm-hmm. And that is a public holiday eve. So that'll be a fun one. That'll be the last night of the comedy festival. That's traditionally a very loose and fun night for us. So um, I think that would be, I th- they're all going to be cracking because I know who the guests are. But yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, they're all going to be really good. Only three. And then who knows the next time we do one in Melbourne. So get onto that. Plus Tassie Hobart. Get down to that and make sure um, um, we fill that little room up on Saturday, April the 30th. We are coming down. We have excellent guests locked in for that as well. Yep. Check all that out. Littledumdumclub.com is where you can find the dates and the tickets and all that kind of stuff. We'll talk to you more at the end of the episode. But until then, enjoy this new one, the 600th episode live at the Athenaeum Theatre. Yip, yip, chahoo. A bit more than that for the 600th episode. Yeah. Oh my god! Hey mates. Hey mates. Welcome to the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Again. Oh my god! Hot message in the break from someone in the audience. 
the Athenaeum Theatre has officially run out of booze. Oh! Out of beer? Wow! <laughs> you cunts have been maligned. Wow! Yeah. That is man. I'll tell you what, uh, happy 600th episode, Tommy. I have to say, if, if nothing else, we have loyal fans. I'm looking out here, these guys look like the exact same people that were at the 500. Yeah, yeah, they've stayed with us for 100 episodes. Wow. My, uh, my girlfriend is here. She came to the show today. She just saw the 500th episode. Yes. She never listened before. She'd never yep. seen the show before. Yeah, yeah she, I know. She just <laughs> She's still with you. <laughs> <laughs> she just told me in the break that a couple sitting near her, um, the guy is a white man with dreadlocks and he was making out with his partner for most of the show. Oh, nice. And then she reached into her bag and pulled out a bottle of vodka, which... She's like, what kind of fucked fan base are you cultivating up there? Also, uh, your girlfriend and your other friend came through uh, to backstage just then and as we came off full of adrenaline and came up and uh, I went, oh, you were here for the show? And they both said, yeah. And I said, and I was like, oh, what do you think? And they go, you've got a nice set. <laughs> Oh, they meant... Oh, oh shit. Oh. oh, my goodness. It's Dave Thornton and no audio cue. So, <laughs> wow. Jeez, let me just say in the last hundred episodes, you have aged horribly. <laughs> right. Hey, <laughs> Carl Chandler, Tommy Dasselo. Yep, yep. This is your 600th episode. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. This is so cool and unique. What a great... Yeah. It seems both of you are still cunts. So. Thanks, <laughs> Norton, everyone. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys really get that joke. because was a callback to like a hundred episodes ago. So, uh, yeah. We're really some banking some, on a lot there. Some yeah. Some of the deep fans will get that cut. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do we got? I had an, I had an idea of something that I want to do up the top here, but we are kind of are running a bit late. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if we have the time for it. But I thought some, there's Does some it people. The two words, jazz and man. <laughs> oh, there might be a callback coming to it later on. Let's see. Let's see how I'm feeling. Am I feeling lucky? No. There's some people that are. This is the thing, right? We talked about this on the shows. That yep. The tickets have gone through these cycles of being off sale and then being on sale. And so yep. some people are now there in these front seats that they got at the last minute. And there's people up the back in the nosebleeds yep. that, you know, have had these tickets for two years now. Yeah. And I thought, we've got a cordless mic. What if I quickly run up into the nosebleeds and I just do one bit of quick content okay. up the back of the room to the people to the people in the nosebleeds? I've got, a, right. I've got a new joke that I've written that I want to try out for the people in the nosebleeds. Well, I'll intro a guest, I guess, to keep me company. So, uh, sure, OK. Welcome to the stage, our first guest, Nazim Hussain. <laughs> Sorry, I should say the new host. A little Dublin club, Nazim Hussain. Yeah. Finally, we'll get picked up by ABC Podcast now, so uh, this will be good. Oh, is this a mic I'm on? Hello. Yeah, this is, this is oh, okay. Wait, did he just seriously quit the podcast because I got announced? <laughs> <laughs> He's um, on his way upstairs to the, uh, the Westgate section of the show right up there. Did you, guys, did, did you guys pay any less for those tickets or...? No, yes, no, some of you... What? You sucked off Lawrence Mooney. Wait, did you? You sucked off Lawrence Mooney and still got shit seats? Fuck no. Did you put the prices up for inflation in the two years? A little bit. (laughs) What were the original prices? No, because, you know what, to be honest, we set a price and we're like, let's make this fair for everyone, and then we we found out what the cost of this joint was and went, that was a wrong decision. (laughs) G'day, Carl and Nazim, it's... uh, 
Roving reporter Tommy Dasselow. Can you hang on? Can you? Um, uh, hey Tommy, while yeah. you're up there, can you talk to the guy that sucked off Lawrence Mooney? <laughs> Wait, what did I miss? I missed, uh, this guy here sucked off Lawrence Mooney. Yeah. I, I was in the fire escape coming up here, so I don't know what that's a reference to, but um. It's a reference to someone sucking off Lawrence. Mooney. Okay. So, well, know. you want me to put this guy on mic? Because I can see him and I wouldn't. You've even got lighting on you. How have you got lighting on you and we still can't play a fucking it's, track? It's, it's the guy that owns the theatre holding the lamp on his phone up to me. Uh, it's, it's uh, I'll stop talking about how much the theatre costs then. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find someone who's up the very back here and just give them a free bit of content, an extra bit of content delivered just for them. Right. I am so catching COVID from this. That's I've missed good. What about, okay, here we go. What's your name? Fern. Fern, when did you buy your tickets? Last week. Fantastic. And <laughs> yeah, hang on. And, and for free, we decided to buy some merch. You got them off Facebook for free because you decided to buy some merch. What kind of fucking moronic operation are these guys running? All right, so I've got a new bit that I'm gonna that I'm gonna a new joke that I've been working on. Okay. Um, all right. I was in an, I was in a supermarket and um, I saw an item on the shelf that caught my eye. Um, it's, a, it's called a toilet duck. And it, and it kind of made me sad in a way because I thought, finally, that duck is swimming in water, but it's filled with shit and piss. <laughs> That's not bad. Oh, it's been upgraded. That's fuck. That's an yes. upgrade. You just punched up my joke. Fuck, it's actually it's pretty good up here, I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having more fun up here than I am down there. Yeah. What are you guys doing after this? Oh, good day, mate. There's a friend of mine from school here. Yeah. Can't believe you couldn't get a better ticket. You know one of the hosts, you fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I, bought, I bought my ticket two years ago. Fantastic stuff. All yeah. right, guys, well, I'm going to... Anyway, take your time up there, Sam Mack, roving reporter. Yeah. <laughs> I might see if I can get this thing down to the McDonald's on Swanston Street. Does anyone want anything? <laughs> all right, I'll see, I'll see you back down there in 45 minutes after Woo! I've climbed the stairs back down. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Tommy right. does like roving reporter, everyone. So people either, I've, I've missed a lot, so you either buy a ticket, get it from Facebook Marketplace or suck off Lawrence Mooney. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, ironically, sucking off Lawrence Mooney is a lot easier to deal with than Ticketek, so yeah. yeah. He doesn't charge fees, does he? That's, uh, I, th- I think his official charge is hospitality, so... Uh, <laughs> Like two years. In that, in that time, I've got, I've, I've, I met a girl. Oh, yeah. I got, I've, you got I, divorced? I got divorced. I divorced a girl. Yeah. Married a girl. <laughs> true and, love. Uh, or true love and true hate. Got, nice. Got, got one, I got one pregnant. Yep. And, uh, the right one? The, one that, the, the, new, the new one? Yeah, yeah. That's good. And, 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 and had a baby five oh, hours ago. Yeah. Oh, and and your baby has just walked in right now. Where? Right Where? Spank me, daddy. And we've been happily married. Oh, yeah. you are. Sorry, I took a while to get down. I, uh, a guy sucked me up in the stairwell because I told him I'm Lawrence Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks so much for being part of our 600th episode. Uh, right. Nazim one of our favourite uh, friends of the show. Thanks thanks for, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, no, hold your applause. Uh, <laughs> hold your applause. I've been, I've been waiting. They're a little bit stunned from what happened on the 500th episode. What actually happened? Can you give me a, a, like a 30 second. Fuck, what was the 30 second thing? We got uh, This Is Your Life. We got Tom Gleason came in and punched as far down as you can without tearing something. Yeah. I had a wonderful jazz man segment yeah. that I did on the top of the show that really set the bar pretty high. Yeah. We, uh, we, we had a girl on for one minute just to sort of like pass the. 
Talk the bechamel test. The bechamel test, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he didn't mean it that way, but that's just what happened. <laughs> Just for one minute, that's yeah, Cody walked in with shorts for a yeah. visual, for an audio medium, so that was funny. Yeah. Um, and what else? I think that just. Oh, about Blakey something. mopped up some piss. So that yes, was a great yes. episode. Right. It was oh. a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 happening now? The big set that we've got. We had a big number six that we forgot to bring. Oh out. yeah! <laughs> bring it up! Bring it up! Bring well, it <laughs> Even the reference to nice set didn't make us go, oh yeah, it is, it's yeah. currently quite wrong. No, no, yes, the, the 6500th episode. Oh my god. Over the fly. You idiot. Hey. Wow. We, I gotta know, leave it there, because for 6500 episodes, we're looking pretty good. When Kappa comes out of hospital, he's gonna be like, how long was I under for? <laughs> Because the antidote to cancer is anesthesia. Austin powers me until they cure cancer. <laughs> you look like you've been in a coma for 50 years. Thank you. That I don't quite get that burn, but no, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Paul, are you old? You look old. Thank you. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 15. <laughs> wow. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Still fucking exhausted from those stairs, yeah. honestly. I am. I am. I literally like. We forgot about that. About changing the six to the five, so it's six hundred because the venue was too busy going. Can you fuck all your cunts off? We've got better people to come in at about six o'clock. So I saw the curtain open a crack, and I got excited, thinking that it's one of our guests who hadn't shown up when we walked out to do the show. Yes. And it's like, no, idiot! It's just the party is set that you forgot to put up yeah, before yeah, yeah, the yeah. fucking gig. Yeah. Should we? Uh, should we get our next guest out here? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is someone who is uh, very special to the program. They've been mentioned a little bit uh, uh, previously on the show, but please welcome uh, into the little dum-dum club the manager of Hungry Jacks at Southern Cross Station, and Cameron and James. And, com and comedy booker. Oh, you broke the show, you idiots. Uh, see you, everyone. That's it. There's the Hungry Jacks manager. <laughs> Go into the top row, top row, top row, top row. Wait. Oh. Can I have one? Can I have one? Chuck it to the guy who sucked off. Tommy's mum and dad. Yeah, dad will have one. Oh, yes. The Hungry Jacks manager, for people at home, hey. walked on, demolished our set, and then threw cheeseburgers into the bay <laughs> crowd. And I also, I have a confession to make. Those are McDonald's cheeseburgers. <laughs> My parents, too scared about their health to sit in a room of people, but will gladly just eat a cheeseburger out of a bag that a stranger's picked at them. I wouldn't eat them. It's the cure uh, for COVID. I bought those uh, when this show was originally scheduled to be on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wouldn't buy them, but thanks for having me, guys. And please uh, make sure you drop in to check out our new tender burger. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's got uh, four chicken tenders on it. Yes, go and on. A, and a bit of mayonnaise. Yes, and, and what else? Uh, that's about it, I reckon. Okay. <laughs> so this is your new character, the manager of Hungry Jacks who just names things in burgers. It's not a character. I wish it was a character. I actually did pick up a bit of work. I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Um, 
I picked up a bit of work at Hungry Jack's uh, during the COVID pandemic. I don't know if you guys have that down here in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> it really hit us in Sydney. And, and, uh, and so I picked it up for a bit of work and, uh, and uh, a little bit of extra money. Also, as some of you might know, my dog had to get vagina surgery uh, uh, yeah. a while ago. And oh, well, after what you did to it, of course it had to. Yeah. <laughs> a reconstruction. And uh, so I picked up a, a few extra shifts as manager of Hungry Jack to pay yeah. for that. And now we're going to get her tits done. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> And you and you do you book do you book the comedy at Hungry Jack's down there? Well, that's why I actually came down tonight to ask why we weren't the first venue that you thought of. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, for the sixty-five hundredth. <laughs> if we're still doing the show by then, I think we, the, the Hungry Jacks will be too big for us. <laughs> if the show is still going, we're planning on playing the jazz man every week from now on. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. But uh, Naz, you're you're an esteemed comedian. You're um, one of the, you're one of the most famous. Well, Cam's come on red hot. I love this guy. <laughs> um, would you ever consider doing my comedy room? Oh uh, yeah, sure. I'll do anything. I mean, I'm on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my child waiting in the car literally right now. Wow. <laughs> I love how we had, in the first episode, we had a bunch of 50-year-olds just absolutely kicking the fuck out of us. And now we've got a couple of 20 and 30-year-olds just, like, towering <laughs> us. Yeah. The new yeah. generation of people who think we're cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a baby out here next to heckle us. There might be a baby out back, actually. I'm not sure. There's a few people out there. Yeah. So which, uh, which, um, oh, which well, hang change? on. You're not sure. You're not sure if there's a baby or not. You're like... Did I see a baby before I was walking <laughs> onto the stage? How or tall not? was that person? Six foot or... One foot. <laughs> I don't see height. I don't see it. I'm, I'm woke. <laughs> he doesn't see age or height. Yeah, yeah I, re- I really don't see age. No. Um, <laughs> so you were asking uh, which franchise I run. Yeah, which, which franchise you run? I run the Southern Cross Station oh, Hungry Jacks, the one downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're doing monthly comedy gigs. Okay. Everyone's welcome. Um, <laughs> but that's like in a shared food court. So, oh, yeah. So how do you quarantine the section? Oh, we don't. But thanks for bringing up yeah. quarantine. There, it is a hot spot. Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. Hotspot. A hot spot for comedy. It's a hot spot yeah. for comedy and yeah. COVID and AIDS, weirdly. I don't know why. <laughs> why? I don't know why. But it's that is You have no weird. idea what could be happening to yeah. cause it to be an AIDS hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of super yeah. spreader event, perhaps. Cam? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went quiet for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just processing the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the cops are turning. Mean. Yeah. So we do... Uh, we, we can... Uh, so comedy, do comedy and tenders. For Tommy... Yeah, you get free tenders. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but you do have to pay for soft drinks. Yeah, okay. And it's a... Weird 40, order, but go. Yep. 45 minute set. Yeah. Yeah. And the pay is 50 bucks. How's that? Man, that is great. Yeah? Yeah, that's more than we get paid on this one. No. <laughs> that's not true. No, we get paid exactly 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah. No, I was good. You know, Tom Gleason walked out. He's an absolute multi-millionaire. I said, are you cool if I give you cash money? He looked at me and went... Yeah, I'm really cool with that, actually. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Uh, we, uh, uh, there is literally the gig that we've talked about on the show quite, mm. a, quite a little bit, but uh, uh, I think in two, three weeks' time, it is actually happening the final <laughs> night. The final night of Comedy Festival, usually <laughs> we do a drunk cast. How about we just hold the drunk cast? We just bring it down to Hungry Jack's. Oh, yes. Yeah. Bring your own grog into Hungry Jack's Southern Cross. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but they look—they can't kick you out for doing a. Uh, they absolutely can. can they? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, the regional managers are not happy with what I'm doing. Here. <laughs> Do you think there's never been a policeman called to the Southern Cross train station? <laughs> I mean, what's the, ch- what's the charge? Having too much fun? <laughs> Can you come down with us to the drunk cast at the Southern Cross Hungry Jacks I'll be the, I'll be the guy and get drunk for the first time? Yeah, yeah, I'll be like a white guy in a gang that can speak to the cops, except I'll be the sober person. Yeah. Oh, you can be the guy that's trying to explain what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, what's going on here, This is these are at-risk youth. <laughs> <laughs> They're channeling their rage through comedy. Keeping them off the streets. Keeping them off the streets and in the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> it would also be great if you could help out on the fry machine as well. While you're we do need someone to do that. Yeah. The fry machine. <laughs> yeah. It's up there with Jasmine. Hey, the manager would know. That must oh, be what it's oh, actually yeah, called. If he My says bad. that's what it's called. My bad. I'm in the industry, for God's sake. <laughs> Has anyone eaten one of their cheeseburgers yet, by the oh, way? Oh, yeah. You actually ate it? Oh, my God. Oh, the rapper gets thrown back. Wow. It's like a cartoon character that eats a burger and just spits out the bone. Yeah. You know, I really, I knew that if I came out to a podcast audience with a bag full of burgers, yeah. that would go well. The tech at my room at the town hall, he says this. You, he goes, you, you I don't a comedy like festival show. <laughs> I'm doing a comedy festival show. Um, I wish it just go out in 100 episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this goes out when Tron happens. At the start, we were going through the, pol- you know, latecomer policy. If people have stuff on the stage policy, and he said the stage is a sacred place, and I hate it mm. when anybody disrespects the stage mm. because as artists, you need Thank to be famous. This guy, respect the fucking art. Yeah. Right? yeah. How yeah. dare you throw garbage on a stage that has three pints of beer th- on we're it? We're artists. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to do our craft up here, you punk. <laughs> How dare you paper heckless? Oh, what about Mr. And Mr. Mrs. Allsop? Have you, have you shared your burger Lady in the Tramp style yet? Or? <laughs> Don't call my dad a tramp. <laughs> You're saving it for later. That's a great idea. With the, you know, If I know anything about Hungry Jack's burgers... Yeah, they age. Yeah, yeah. Time really does them better. They, yeah. uh, he, he's joking around. They actually do not age well. So please. Just <laughs> giving it a sniff. Mm, an yeah. 04 filet of fish. Yeah. Mm. That old, you, know, you know, their motto, the burgers are better in two years' time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, um, we did actually have to change the slogan from the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's to the burgers exist at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> there are burgers at We have burgers on the menu. I love how long this character's going to go on for. <laughs> I think you can get out now. I'm actually just going to live in this character now. I'm going to have to get the fucking job for real. <laughs> You've gone full method. Yeah. I uh, love I'm it. Full meth head as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're on the glass oh, yeah. Barbie. That Not bad. Very, oh, that is yeah. a very crystal pistol. station thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, uh, I've been meaning to tell you, Tommy, I actually left uh, one of my meth pipes at a hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I picked that up. Yeah. Did you bring that back for me? That's I've pegged myself with it, but yeah, you are welcome. Oh, Those are all things that happened on I our show. I found the line. Yeah. <laughs> Don't disrespect a meth pipe like that. Just you pegged yourself with a meth pipe. Yeah. yeah. We are still waiting on a few guests to turn up. Which is are we? Cool. Yeah, aren't oh, we? Yeah, okay. aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll switch. Well, maybe I can do this. Maybe we can do another This Is Your Life. <laughs> maybe I can do a callback to the jazz man. Um... I played a little song earlier, Cam, that was, uh, that was composed 10 years ago by someone in New Orleans about Nick Cody. And just listening back to it, I thought, 
this is kind of nice. Just commissioning a no song about No one else thought that, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I, well, when I was at home and I thought it'd oh, okay. go well, I thought right. this is nice. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what, and honestly, the original thing that I played, it bombed. But I've commissioned something that I paid a lot of money for, so I have to fucking play it on this podcast. I've commissioned a folk song about you, Cameron James. What? Yeah. Oh, no. I commissioned a look. Can we hit that? Can we hear the folk song? No. This is our friend Cameron. He's a quirky gentleman. Changed his surname into James. It used to be Bo. Adam's <laughs> bone was kind of cool. Now he just sounds like a fool. With or without a name change, he'll end up alone. What the fuck? <laughs> did, you, com- did you commission this? Did you actually commission this? Yeah. Who's the singer? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is this we didn't start the fire, but we can't yeah. 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 I just figured that out. <laughs> wait, wait. I messaged this lady, she's someone who was in Canada, so by the time she was getting back to me, it was late at night here, and I'm saying to her, look, write these lyrics, just, just you know, do whatever you want, but make fun of him about changing his name uh-huh. from Bone, uh-huh. and uh, do some of the stuff about the surgery that he had to do on his jog's vagina. Just go off on that, his name's Cameron James, comedian friend of ours, right? Then I've gone to bed, I've gotten up and gotten that. I think she's just Googled you, because she wanted more information, and I was like, he's a comedian, just look him up. And then she's put in all this stuff about, you should retire comedy, you should... <laughs> I did not ask for any of that. She's, she's just, she's freestyled all of that. Right. I'm going to look him up. I'm going to bed. I don't have time to give yeah. you more information no, about it's, him. It's his 30th birthday. We want to cheer him up. She goes, I want more stuff. What's the name of the dog? I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, all right, well, then I'm going to say you should quit comedy. Oh, shit. Well, what's this, what's this fucking moron's name? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to find out the username that is, for you. That's honestly... I've never felt a combination of totally flooded and gut-wrenchingly furious <laughs> at the same time. Retire. I haven't even fucking started yet, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. The Zen just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> so for people listening to this in the future, that's a reference to the Oscars. She concluded from the internet. I said, there. make fun of him about the surname, make fun of him about the dog. The uh, dog's barely in there. You should yeah. you hear the lyric about the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote them down. Yeah, I, I took a note you. of them, yeah. I like yeah, this person's contact. She's basically just an objective opinion on anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's also like, what, um, what song do you want it to parody? And I'm like, oh, I, I don't care, whatever. And she's like, fire how about we didn't start the fire? I'm like, yeah, whatever. The important stuff is the name Bone and the dog Vagina. <laughs> Did she rhyme retire with vagina? Uh, she said... If she didn't, she's, she Comedy is dead, at least the jokes that he said. Crickets in the room probably end up quitting soon. Oh. Surgery on his dog, the hell did he do? Oh, my God, monkey in a human form, Cameron the baboon. <laughs> baboon. <laughs> the baboon. The <laughs> baboon. 
<laughs> you and your big red fanny waddling around. <laughs> <this morning>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to weird, weird Sally Yankovic or whoever the fuck that was. <laughs> Thank you. Good Thank on you. her. Good. Hey, look, I got it. I'm like, you know, it's that great thing where you go, she's gotten it wrong, but then in another way, she's gotten it absolutely right. <laughs> it cost you five bucks. I paid 85 bucks to Chappelle Corby, oh, who no. we all know what she's going to spend it on. Oh, no. I paid more than you paid for your Chappelle Corby. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, let's get another guest on. All right, let's welcome to the stage our next guest, Danielle Walker. run out of beer. You, oh, let's auction these off. <laughs> you bought a Milan t-shirt, you've got a beer here for free. Milan, what are the logistics of this? How do you think yeah. this is going to work? How, Milan, how are you fucking if, if you could just, If you could just do this after the show, this would really help us out. Uh, I'll, I'll hand them out. No, no, no. I mean, it's Ramadan, it's a month of giving. Yeah, so. yeah. Let's, let's, let's focus on Daniel Walker. Please, go Can I chuck him out as well? No! <laughs> just relax. Stop, bro. I'll have one, why not? Milan just quit his job and he's just bought everyone a beer. I think that's the wrong order. Um, uh, hey, Danielle, thanks so much for coming down. Danielle, hey, welcome, everyone. Oh, my God. We have loved you on the show, especially in the uh, last couple of years, because you always come in with a more fucked family than ours. So, um, I feel like, I'm, I feel bad, because I, I, whenever you're on, I feel like hitting the, the Walker family jukebox and just going, what do you got? What, what are the hits this time? Is there any, have you got any options for us? Well, I do, but like, like I said before, I feel like um, I, these, the stories I tell on here are the stories that I've, accidentally told people and because I thought they were normal stories <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I've realised that they're not um, and so like what I like is doing a chit chat and then I accidentally find another one because that's good for my own stage stuff um, but I do have a few that I've written down I just a few titles I've got glued to the carpet <laughs> alright that's an option glued to the carpet what else have you got um, bear chooks lie be hang on, bear chooks lie. Yes. As in naked chickens. Well, you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got spear fishing suicide story. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Right. She, All right. She All is right. wearing the same colour top as his Westgate Bridge sign, so <laughs> that seems apt. <laughs> Oh, my instinct what? is spearfishing suicide. I don't know about anyone else. But... <laughs> is, that, is that what we think, or do we yeah. think what was the first one? The first um, one was glued to the carpet. Because yes. I think spearfishing suicide sounds pretty intense. Maybe we open with glued to the carpet okay. and then we okay. go into spearfishing okay. suicide. Can we do two? Can we get two? Yeah, sure. We it can might have suicide I mean... in it. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> glued to the carpet and then never got released and dead. <laughs> it might be the sport of spearfishing trying to kill itself. That's true. That's something <laughs> Um, glue to the carpet's pretty. S it's pretty straightforward. Um. <laughs> In the sense that I got glued to a carpet. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So next. So suicide stories next, or? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got super glued to the carpet, um, and then I yelled out to mum outside. I said. 
Mum, I'm super glued to the carpet. Can you help me? And then she didn't believe me that I'd been super glued to the so, carpet. Uh, so, sorry, just a quick question. Um, why, how and why? So, oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to find the real comedy here. Yeah. Candice looked at me and went, I'm taking this one, I'm asking this question, all right. Um, my sisters had broken something and they were trying to fix it um, with super glue and they'd spilt super glue all over the floor. Hang on, hang on, and what happened next? I stood in the super glue ah. and I thought I had water on my floor so I went and stood on the carpet to wipe it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, I got caught. I was like watching TV or something and then I went to move and I couldn't. <laughs> Hang on, you were mid-wipe and then just got glued to the TV as well as the floor. Well, it was like a deep carpet and so I was like, well, I don't have to do the heavy lifting on this. I can just stand here in the carpet, we'll soak it up. Is this also how your family just dried yourselves up for a shower? You just yeah, <laughs> we just went for a roll. So, is, this, is this version of events exactly what you told the police in the police report? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I would have liked to go to the police after what Mum did to me. Go on. <laughs> so this is what you mean by just slipping shit into the conversation, huh? What did, you, what did your mother... Do you want to do this off air? <laughs> My instincts about this being a pleasant warm-up to suicide. Speaking <laughs> What happened there? What was that? Oh, oh you've seen oh. me kind of struggle with... Yeah, sorry. Oh, well, why wouldn't you just throw it onto the stage at us? <laughs> Thank you. So but that's how I communicate. Stop too. distracting. So, Danielle, <laughs> uh, this, I must remind you of your family. Yeah. <laughs> so you... Oh, can you pass that around, Aaron? No, no, no. We no, 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 no. Can it up here? Can we now that it's up here? We have a box of beer. This is a sacred space. You really should retire, you clown. That was actually a good throw by me, so that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, can, we, can, we hit, can we press play on uh, the other hit? Yes, yeah, so I was yelling out to Mum, I'm stuck on the carpet. Um, and then she didn't believe me and she came in and she just said, You're not stuck on the carpet! And then she tried to reef my leg up off the carpet and then um, I screamed in pain um, and this, like my skin, yeah. It, it was fine because I got like a th had a, at that point in time I didn't used to wear shoes outside so I had a thick layer of skin <laughs> there um, and then Mum realised I was stuck on the carpet so then she cut me off it um, with scissors and what? Then, hang on not my feet she cut the carpet oh, oh. so but you then now I have carpet had, on your foot forever well not forever but for about three weeks <laughs> it may as well be forever. so wherever you yeah. went was basically carpeted from then on. Yeah, Did you it was actually a nice change for me. Yeah, Sorry. so that's glued to the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up for glued to the carpet, everyone. <laughs> Give it up. Get up for Taylor Swift with glued to the carpet. <laughs> That's better than Britney stuck at home. So wait, did you ever go like did you have school swimming in that period in those three weeks? Um, no. <laughs> no. Luckily no. no. But um, also my school we weren't um, fancy enough really to have school swimming. Yeah. We just had a swimming carnival once a year with no lessons in between. <laughs> <laughs> so people couldn't swim and would compete against each other once a year. Yeah. See what happens. Huh? <laughs> swimming lessons on the weekends and so I signed up for every single swimming lesson and it was me and Shana Krillison were the only two oh, uh, 
We were the only two who signed up for backstroke and I beat Shana Krillison by half a pool. <laughs> and then I felt like Ian Thorpe and everybody at my school was like, you are the best swimmer, Shana fucking sucks. <laughs> she sucks at backstroke. And then I went to the inter-school swimming carnival um, where the, with rich schools that did proper swimming I lessons point at me. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what school? Well, you know about schools that apparently do swimming uh, lessons. I've heard of swimming pools. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was the Shana Krillison at the inter-school swimming carnival. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, uh, that's awesome. Can we bring on... <laughs> no! No, I did it again! No! No, we're getting to... Who the says men can't multitask? <laughs> I'm trying to fit everyone on. So uh, give it up for Nazim Hussain. I'm going to go. My kids are still in the car. Nazim Hussain, everyone. See you later. Uh, we have... Who, who do you want on next? The person who just got here or the other person? I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, what do you reckon? Whoever wants to come out first, come out and we'll introduce you. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Aaron, Aaron Chen! Chen! Chenny, baby! Hey, hello, how's it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so good to be here in Melbourne. April Fools. <laughs> Going. <laughs> I like how you touch your New York hat and go, yeah, I'm here in Melbourne. That's not Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne's the New York of Australia. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're right. What's, what's Sydney? Sydney. LA. <laughs> yes, Hollywood. <laughs> oh, so you two are from Hollywood. They, they feel we're more Woody Allen, Allen and you're more... Yeah, we're more... Whatever Harvey Weinstein. The three stooges all trying to get through the same door on that one. <laughs> um, thanks for coming in, Chenny Baby. This is, so this is your home ground. You're doing, this is your venue. So this is the culmination of our hopes and dreams. The one time we can play a beautiful theatre like this and yeah. you do it every night and couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, I call this a Tuesday. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, good on you guys. 600 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out so nicely and it's so condescending still. <laughs> You're, this is where you do your comedy festival show and it's such a, you know, a beautiful old theatre and, and whatever. You know, to be honest, like Tommy, you'd be the same as me. We have seen, you've seen music gigs here. Mm -hmm. You've seen, like, I, you know, I've seen Elvis Costello, who has my, been my favourite musician of all time, forever, mm -hmm. on this very stage. And now that I'm him, I'm like, fucking, he must be struggling. Like... <laughs> He's me. <laughs> yeah, I saw Louis C.K. here and got a photo with him out the front. Do, are you a fan of his comedy as well? No, I mean, I saw him out the front. I was waiting for him after the gig. I didn't right. go to the gig. Right. I just wanted to have the backstage experience. Yes. But sorry, I'm a little distracted because I can see we'll get complaints afterwards. Not that we don't want to hear from Chenny, but we, we, ha we have an obligation. We have to hear spearfishing suicide. Oh, right, right. People are going to go fucking go crazy because we've set that up if we don't get through that. I mean, you say you have to hear it, but you haven't heard it yet. So <laughs> it might, yeah. Um... Because sometimes they also tell stories that I think are very funny and then everybody goes, no. Yeah, me and Tommy get that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so spearfishing 
suicide. Um, my, my uncle Pete, my uncle's best friend's son committed suicide. Yeah. Yep. So, Aaron, what's the dressing room like? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, on the anniversary of his suicide a year later, they did, they did spearfishing for, like, to raise money for suicide. To raise money for suicide? <laughs> it's gotten a bad rap. Yeah. So you get the money together and you buy more guns? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. No, for prevention okay. of suicide. And then um, in the, the spearfishing, um, when they were trying to raise money, I'm not sure exactly how, if you just like auction off the crayfish or something. I'm actually not sure about that part of it. They were auctioning crayfish for suicide well, prevention. I that's fucking amazing. Right, right. Because what happened is um, the best friend of the, the boy who committed suicide, um, he, he, he went down to try and get... He, yeah, he drowned in the water. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I just couldn't stop it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. On the anniversary. It was actually... Yeah. And how'd the fundraiser for him the next year go? Yeah. Just have a bushka doll of uh, suicide prevention. Every year we've got to stop having these fundraisers. They're dropping like flies. Oh, my God. Yeah, so was that one good? <laughs> wow, that's really put Cameron should retire into perspective, hasn't yeah. it? Could yeah, always anyway, be worse. Yeah, tell us about your cheeseburger deals again or whatever the fuck was happening. I actually am going to retire now after that. <laughs> Can we bump Cam out for a little bit I'm and get another here. guest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Cameron go James, everybody. See you guys. Bye-bye. And please welcome to the stage our next guest, Dave Hughes. 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 Do you know Hughes? Hughes is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. The old three amigos are back together. Hughesy, Chenny and Daniel Walker. Huh? <laughs> it's like the old days, absolutely. <laughs> no, I love, who doesn't love the acid? No, I am fucking hell. Yeah. I love this joint. Yeah. Ah, how you going up there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. are you going all right up there? Um, uh, Hughesy, thanks so much for coming now. Hughes, I should say. Thank you very much. You've been stuck in traffic. I've been in uh, uh, communication with you for the last half hour. The traffic actually isn't too bad out there at the moment, so, yeah, to be honest. Um, so I'm you have no excuse. So okay, I hate cool. to go all FM um, radio on you. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic's pretty good. Right, right. Hey, can I tell you a story about something that happened a couple of months ago? Um, I went to a pub with... Friend of the show, Milan, who's been out here before. You know Milan? Yeah, absolutely. Was that Milan? Um, we went to a pub and uh, weirdly we sat... Uh, it was just me and him in the entire pub. It was just me and him. And then these two girls came up and sat directly next to us. Yep. And they started talking about comedy and how they've been going to comedy and whatever. And we're like, this is really weird. This feels like a setup. Yeah, I'm getting nervous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it actually sounds sexy. <laughs> Fuck, we missed that. What was that? <laughs> I said it sounds sexy. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Two, so this two girls start talking about comedy and we're like, is this, is this a setup? Should we enter into the conversation? Because there's this entire pub and they're sitting right next to us. Yep. Oh, these two sexy girls, here's what they want. Some 40-year-old men joining their conversation. <laughs> you guys talking about comedy over here? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real honey trap. So, uh, <laughs> so we go, 
We go, okay, all right, we'll buy. They're talking about this open mic in, in Footscray. <laughs> they weren't fishing. <laughs> I really, they sat directly next to us. It felt weird. It felt like we needed to do something. <laughs> I swear this happened. <laughs> so oh, we know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a great chat you're having with Malone that you're just able to perfectly hear all the conversations going on around you. Who, who are these two girls, the Kransky sisters? <laughs> Such a weird reference, but you made it work. <laughs> but the amount of laughter that got, we all know who the Gransky sisters are, do we? No one does. I, I don't know. know. They're, they're, a fucking, they're a great act, but that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, Chenny's 11. How the fuck do you know the Gransky sisters? I write well-crafted jokes and they go, okay, he says something that doesn't make sense and fucking floors the joke. I mean, I'm just used to the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't worry, Aaron. Theatres come and they go, mate. I don't know. <laughs> so we're at this bar, and these two girls are basically hitting on us. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're begging you to come over. Come on. So, what the so fuck happened? <laughs> we've got to go to a song. Come on, Hughes. We're having fun. <laughs> if you can make Jenny stop being funny for a second, I'll fucking tell you. So. so they start talking about this Footscray open mic and, uh, and they're going on about like how everyone's bombing and over there and it's all weird but, they, but they've moved to Hawthorne now and they've moved to like Richmond and they, they want to see something a bit closer and I'm like, oh my God, okay. So I step in <laughs> and I go, well actually what you're, what you're talking about sounds a lot like the gig I run on Monday night in the city called Comedy at Splain. They said, oh okay, tell us some more. I go, well... So, it's a real mix of up-and-coming new people, a bit of mid-level sort of, you know, good comedians that aren't famous yet, doing their best stuff, and then some surprise drop-in guests. It could be anyone. For example, this week, we had Dave Hughes pop in, and he go, and the girl goes, I'm absolutely not coming, Dave Hughes is a cunt. <laughs> so, hang on. Remember before when I said I was nervous? <laughs> So I said, okay, whatever. I'm, that, that's not really the point of what I'm saying. No, it's a point for me. <laughs> I'd like to think. I'd like to think you defended me. I did, Luke. Well, it's she coming wants up. To cut through with the sexy chicks who are obsessed with Carl and Malone. <laughs> it's coming up. You're, you're reading ahead. Of course, right. I defended you, well, Uzi. I can't read course. ahead because it's in your brain. <laughs> Of course I defended you. So I, I said, look, you're getting the wrong thing out of the story. I'm trying to say to you, I said, that's for example. I said, but it's, it, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Like, that not happen? It just, it just happened that this week it was Dave Hughes. And she goes, I'm out. no, fuck that cunt. And I'm like, no, listen, listen, I'm, you're concentrating on the wrong point. I said, I, look, Hughesy, I get it. He's so big. No, 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 no. No. Anything to impress a floozy. Carla, I'm a bit confused no. in the story. Does this woman hate Hughesy or not? Can we no, I feel like I'm, I'm fairly that? sure she hates me. Oh, okay. I hadn't really picked up on that. <laughs> so, I'm trying... How many people have you thrown under the bus for a route? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> if you had done that gag anywhere else, it would have bombed. But you're lucky you're home. So, so... I'm going, look, that was just an example. Hughes, I, you know, Hughesy is pound for pound. I said, Hughesy, I, I'm always saying this. Pound for pound, the best stand-up comedian in the country. I always say that. 
He yeah. he pocket dialed me in his in his pocket by accident. I heard him go. I don't care. Even if it means you won't sleep with me, I'm defending Hughes. Young. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, that I can agree with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I kept I kept yeah. saying that I was like, yeah, and, and what, whatever I said, whatever sales point I said, she kept going back to, yeah, but Hughes going to be there. I said, honestly, he's there maybe once every two years. You're going to come down. He's not going to be there. But I'm like, this has been going on for five minutes. I'm like, honestly, what the what? fuck have I done? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. So I'm like. I'm like, and I'm like, what is the problem here? Like, what has Husey done yes, to you? This is what I'm. This is what I'm interested yes. in. I'm like, what has Husey done to you? And so she goes, oh, he said this thing on the project when he was hosting the project that really offended me. I'm like, in 2013. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like eight or nine years ago, I'm like, this has got no, to be longer. good. Yeah, you what? hosted it way back then. I'm like, this better be good. What did I say? So I go, what? What did he say? She goes, and she goes, listen. Back then, in 2013, there was there was floods in Queensland, and he came on and he does a thing, you know, he does a thing where there's a bit of footage, and then he was making a joke off the back, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I work for the project, I write some of those bits off the back, <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, well, I was horribly offended by it. I go, well, actually, Dave writes all of his own stuff here. <laughs> <and I> go, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Communist, yeah, communist being 8:30 Monday. So, um, so. I, she goes, I said, what, I've got to know, what did he say? And she goes, there was footage of, there was floods in Queensland eight years ago, nine years ago, whatever it was, and then uh, there was footage of a guy walking through the floods with pants on but no shirt in flood water. And it came back to you and you go, ah, oh, bloody hell, I know it's a flood, but fucking, you know, put a shirt on, mate. <laughs> That's and good shit. The, yeah, and she goes, no, I will never forgive him for that. And I'm like... <laughs> I go, but he just wasn't wearing his shirt. That was, like, that's fine, is it? And she goes, thousands of people died in that flood. I'm like, that absolutely did not happen. The man without a shirt on, he had alopecia. So so I'm like, look, I really think you're going overboard. I get it. She kept going, I was so offended. I was so offended. I said, I really think you should get over that bit. I don't think that's that bad. Husey's a great comic. Take the risk. Come down to Comedy's Lane. He's probably not going to be there. She goes, you think I'm upset about this? My friend was even more upset. (laughs) I said... I said, oh, well, what, what, what do you mean? How can he be more upset than you, still banging on about it eight or nine years later in a pub to a fucking random? This is the longest letter to penthouse ever, by the way. <laughs> My friend who's up in this hotel room. Why don't you come in? I have got to the good bit when it went in. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. So... I go, she goes, oh, my friend was even more offended. I was like, well, what did your friend do? And she, she goes, my friend, oh, he was so offended. He saw Husey on the street one night and he went up to him. He was on Chapel Street, it was like at seven o'clock at night. And he I fucking remember this. And he, <laughs> and he, I and swear to God, I remember this. Well, this is what she said. You tell me if this is right or not. She goes, she, she goes my friend saw Husey on the street in Chapel Street, walked up, pulled his pants down, pointed at his, at his dick and went, yeah, well, how do you like it now, Husey? And I was like, but in the story, he didn't pull his pants down. That was, he had his shirt off. No, so, what you're, so what you're essentially doing is like just going up to Husey with no context, pulling your pants down, pointing at your dick and going, how do you like this, Husey? 
It no. makes no fucking sense. No, her friend has put some mayo on that story. Uh, <laughs> I do remember someone yelling me in, in Chapel Street, but there was no panda action. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely, I do. And it was like, that's a very rare event. So I thought, fucking calm right. down. Well, she, the way she told she goes, he pulled his pants down, pointed at his dick and said, how do you like this now, Husey? And I was like, that is, that's an awful thing to do without context. That's crazy. And then she goes, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a few people complaining, going, stop hassling Husey and his family when they're going to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I, working on the project can be tricky and because they have very sad stories. And if you're the comedian on the show, you're meant to do jokes in between. So that can fucking be a tight, tough turnaround. When <laughs> well, he Big said, he, then she goes, I go, oh, man, that's, cr that's crazy. And she goes, oh, he did it another time. And I'm like, what? He get, and she said, the guy then saw Husey in a supermarket, cornered him, and then got his phone out and made you make an apology into his iPhone. Look, I, some of this I'm not remembering, but, um, <laughs> but there, that, there was, I remember some slight altercation around the, the flood in Queensland. Right. So, well, yeah, I think there was a, a guy on Chapel Street, but I think you're, you're the person who was speaking to you forgot to mention that guy was very much on crystal meth. Right. <laughs> Just well, imagined uh, himself uh, getting his dick out at Husey. Yeah. It's a great story to make up, because who can... I mean, apart from... She stumbled into the wrong thing here, but who can ever verify? It's like, yeah, I showed Husey my dick in the street the other day. Well, it sounds yeah. a bit like a Daniel Walker story, because I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this guy did this, tw you know, twice. That's insane. That's crazy. And she goes, oh, no... And I was like, she was like, oh, well, yeah, it didn't happen a third time. I was like, that's lucky. And she goes, yeah, well, I guess you can call that lucky, because after that, he killed himself. <laughs> Fuck, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my all because of Chapel Street flushes. All because it was of all dead. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew that was the punchline of this story. <laughs> yeah, you should have at least titled it at the start like Danielle, like. <laughs> Suicide dick reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Husey topless suicide story. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I can lighten the mood. I did have. Right. Yeah, no, my dad lost his house in the floods recently. I know. I, look, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Any else on me? <laughs> I'll defend your honour by showing Husey my car. No, I know, absolutely. If your house does flood four times in one year, you fucking should move, shouldn't you? Uh, I mean... He's digging in. <laughs> He's not backing down. Next time I see this, I'm going to get that bit of audio from our podcast. No, don't! <laughs> you cannot take that out of context! I'm going to see that girl again and I'm going to play that bit and go, now you've got something to complain about. <laughs> You thought he was a cunt before. Well, guess what? He's gotten worse. <laughs> Comedy is playing 8.30 Mondays. <laughs> I was on an electric scooter recently in Ackland Street. It was still one of those scooters down. And there was blokes having a party on a Tuesday morning. You know the type of blokes have parties on Tuesday morning in the street. And one, one real big bloke goes, Easy! I need a high five! And I had the option of fucking zooming off. But I thought, no, I'll, get a, I'll give him a high five. And he came over. I gave him a high five. But with the other hand... He started tickling my balls. Hell yeah. I said, mate, I didn't offer the low two, you fuckhead. It was like, it was like, mate, nah. He goes, nah, it's okay. It's fucking not okay. <laughs> it wasn't right, Danielle. No. <laughs> no. 
I seen one time my friend, she came over when I was little, was sitting on the chairs having a Zupa de breach. <laughs> this and is the most wholesome Daniel Walker story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> My dog, Duke, rolled over in front of her and he, used, he had real big balls. <laughs> and my friend said, can I feel them? <laughs> and I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then she just kicked off her thong and just sort of... <laughs> it looks like she knew what she was doing. <laughs> She did, I was just like... Premeditated. <laughs> Hang on, that was a Zupa Duper, yeah, right? that's a Zupa Duper. No, yeah. no, his lipstick stayed all the way in. <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck my dogs. Uh, <laughs> okay. That wasn't even on the jukebox. That's a good no. one. Yeah. yeah, they come back sometimes, don't they? <laughs> uh, what We've we got this thing that we've worked on. Yeah. Do we do have we, time for it? Do we do that? We've, I believe if we can get out, if we can do this next thing in seven, eight minutes, we oh. can do it. Can I we do this thing? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little long-running serial that we do. Uh, can, can we play the theme music to our long, longest-running... There we go. Okay, so this is a two-parter. This was originally meant to close the first show, but we're just going to do them all back-to-back. -back. All right, right, let's get through this in seven minutes. Okay, here we go. Okay, Jenny, it's been a long two years of delays, but finally it's here. Your shipment of the Thailand home, bra the Thailand home brand Viagra, as presumably used by Shane Warne. No, 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 Jenny. A big, big event I've had tickets stuck on the fridge under my Cheese TV magnet for for almost two years now. Uh, this will be fun. What would Rad Dad have tickets for? Um, Krusty Demons... The Super Jesus, the Tokyo Shock Boys, a taping of Don't Forget Your Toothbrush, the Rotten.com Dining Experience. All bogus answers, Jenny. It's the 500th episode of my favourite comedy podcast. It's these two really cool guys who could do radio if they really wanted to, but choose not to. They have famous comedian guests on like Trevor Noah and Pablo Francisco. And they also have on newer comedians who aren't as famous as the hosts for about five minutes. And even though they swear heaps, they, they're actually really smart. They take on big targets and they don't care who they offend. They even make fun of Adelaide. <laughs> it's called, and check this out, the Little Bum Bum Club. Oh, very, very clever. God, who wrote this one today? Mad Magazine? Uh, Jenny, be careful. These shows can get very full on for a first timer. We're about to get to the venue, so I'll give you a heads up. You're about to smell more Lynx Africa in one room than you ever have in your life. <laughs> Most of these people are about to uh, are probably going to want to talk to you about craft beer, smoked meats, Rick and Morty, or all three. <laughs> and if anyone looks at you strangely, don't be alarmed. You're probably the first woman they've seen outside of Lara Croft. Well, this podcast must be very funny if they've attracted those people plus you. Remarkable that these podcast hosts haven't killed themselves yet. 
Yet, yet another thing that these guys aren't good enough at to get right. Man, it does stink in here. Can we get that janitor over there to help in some way? Hey, that's Brett Blake. That's, he's not a janitor. Because you'd probably have to pass a written test to be janitor. Hey, Blakey. What, you old cunt? I've been out there for 15 minutes for that. <laughs> hey, you can't read and you're a bogan. Ha <laughs> ha, got him. What the fuck? What the fuck? You talk to me like that again, you Velcro... I can't even read that. You Velcro fucking dickhead. I don't sex pest. Anyway, go. <laughs> wow, this guy rules. Also, the first time he's ever done one of these and actually read it properly. <laughs> don't you... Oh, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> well, at least there's one person here I have a higher reading age of. Nice to meet the guy who packed Chappelle's Corby's bag. Anyway, Rat Dad, I don't think you should have brought me here. Everyone here is a bit scary. I mean, look at this guy with the beard. I think that's the edgy New York-style comic who always tells it like it is and tears holes in the social fabric. Hi, guys, I'm Nick Cody. <laughs> Wait, my mistake. It's the cunt from the coffee club ad. <laughs> Suck my cappuccino, you breakfast radio sellout. I've been to both your solo shows before. I'm surprised you know the term sellout. <laughs> still works. Oh, wait, are we still Rad Dad and Jenny in this thing? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Speaking of breakfast radio, here's the secret sound. Ching, ching. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I you saw Carl rewriting just then. No. no. You all did that. Kind of just set me up. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I didn't do that. In his own no. theatre as well, Carl. Have some respect for the man. Dasso's dad is hiding behind his mum at this point. That's, no, listen, do the full thing. Do the context. Here's the, sorry, I don't know why you wrote this. But, um, here, here's a secret sound. Ch ching chong, ching chong. Yeah. If you guys want, I'll just do no, it. I'll no, do it. No, 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 no. Do it. Do it. Do it. Should I just do it? I'll do it. Can you do it? You do it. No, no, no. Sorry, it says in brackets, do the eyes. No! I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Why did Cody have to leave? For once, I really hope that audio didn't get fucking recorded. Let's get Kappa on the phone to do it. <laughs> no. It's, 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 it's That's the sound of me making stacks of cash without being a 45-year-old shaking a bucket at the door of an open mic or asking mummy. <laughs> mummy <fun>. Wong. <laughs> oh, we got there. We got there. Whew. Fucking hell. I think this bloke just ca got you called up our ass. Uh, uh, phew, there's Dave Thornton. That's you. Uh, the host of This Is Your Life, apparently, and reliably known as one of the nicest guys in show business. G'day, Rad Dad. G'day, Jenny. This is your life. It's shit, you fucking losers. <laughs> well, lucky we talked to the nice one. Jesus, Rad Dad, you've waited two years for this. There's just a bunch of grown adults abusing each other. What's the appeal? I mean, I'd rather be at home. I'm kind of freaking out with all these people around. You see, for the past 24 months or so, most people have been spending time away from each other, but I was taking part in similar behaviour even before that. 
Yeah, yeah, hurry up. Keeping to myself, staying away from crowds, not even conversing with small groups of people. God, I thought I was a sick of duck sandwich. Get to the fucking point. Spending time by my own, too delicate for this world, almost frightened of interaction with my fellow human beings. Honestly, there's a thousand bladders in here that need a piss. Can you fucking say the thing? I guess I've been self-isolating for years. Anyway, should we have some sort of dramatic conclusion? Uh, uh, what, what, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Why do you say that, Jenny? It's in front of you. Yeah. Not as easy as it looks now, is it, cunts? <laughs> Funny you should say that, Jenny, but I think I've got a big problem right now. I just used a toilet cubicle after Nick Kappa and he didn't wipe the seat, and now I think I have cancer. I'll have to get someone to stick some fingers up my ass and also do a prostate check. We'll just have to wait and find out the results in two years' time in episode 600. All right, Dad. Okay, let's, let's, let's hear the theme again for part two of the cliffhanger. Oh, Carl writes for TV. <laughs> All right, cut the music. We have three minutes to do this. Uh, wow, Jenny, can you believe it? I just went to the toilet after Nick Cabra. I have cancer. Yeah, I know, it felt like two years ago, but it was only an hour ago. <laughs> I've been thinking of nothing but your, your will ever since, although I'm assuming all I'll get is a couple of So Fresh 98 CDs and a bong shaped like Kramer from Seinfeld. Love a good delivery. So now the uh, live podcast has started, uh, but I can't concentrate. Can you give your Make-A-Wish to me so I can get a dad that's not fucked in the head? Make-A-Wish? That's a great idea, Jenny. I'm going to use my Make-A-Wish to, to be on this live performance at the Little Bum Dum Club. Maybe I'll find out the cure from one of the co-hosts who survived it. This is me, Tommy Dasilo, survivor and fucker of Cancer's tight little ring hole speaking. In character as Tommy Dasilo, on stage doing a podcast within the world of Rad Dad. And if you can't hear me properly, that's because our heads are finally, completely up our own assholes. What's that? A million-year-old man in the crowd wants to get up and be on the podcast. What do you think, Carl? Uh, me, now, Carl speaking, not Rad Dad. It's Carl here, I think. Uh, and sure, we might as well. Daryl Summers, Mr Methane and Kane the Wonder Dog have all been pulled out of the show, so... And everyone hates the long-running serial we have planned at the end of these shows, so let's get some surprise guests instead. Come on up here, cool, distinguished mi middle-aged man, and you too, dorky, shit-faced virgin lo loser little girl. <laughs> wasn't in the first well, draft. fuck heaps, okay? <laughs> she does. We're on the clock, come on, two minutes, let's go. It's your line, cunt. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow, Rad Dad speaking, this is so exciting, I'm on my favourite podcast. Yeah, this is so, wait, J uh, Jenny, fucking hell. Uh, nice to meet you both, I'm Tommy Daslow, and I guess my first question to you, Rad Dad and Jenny, is where do you get your ideas? Usually about 15 minutes before the show kicks off. <laughs> which, which one of you was speaking just then? Who cares, Tommy, let's go backstage. Milan's got drinks and we could do Blakey's ADHD drugs. <laughs> Let's let Red Dad and Jenny host a song, uh, host a show now before we give ourselves a stroke. Bye. Okay, now it's just me, Red Dad. Wow. The only good Sri Lankan comedian, Nazim Hussain, is here. <laughs> what, Carl, why does it say Nazim and then in brackets, eat a curry? No. <laughs> no. That's rude, mate. Come no. on, Carl. I'm, I'm Nazim. <laughs> hey, Red Dad, sorry to hear about you having cancer. Have you tried Hames Paints? <laughs> uh, good idea, like painting the house in bright colours might take my mind off everything. No, as in you should try drinking it. Uh, that's it, I'm never watching the project again. Wow, Husey's here too. You said you've got the cancer virus. 
But I call for a complete lockdown. Everyone stay inside for a year or two, I reckon, as I always say, you can't be too safe. Listen to Dan, he fucking knows best. <laughs> come across as some sort of anti-cancer vaxxer, but I don't think you can actually catch cancer from the toilet. Is there a doctor in the house who could verify this? Yes, I'm one. I'm a doctor. Yep, I sure am. <laughs> Husey gets to play himself because he's famous, but yes, I'm the doctor. <laughs> I'm a real character actor. Thanks, guys. Worth flying down from Sydney for. Please listen to Finding Drago, Finding Desperado. Uh, Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned for the new Screen Australia series, Finding Yeezus. Far out. Okay, that's nice. Thanks for seeing me, Dr. Bone. I'll, uh, I'll just get ready for you to do the cancer test on me by bending over. Oh, my God, there's more. <laughs> oh, God, you're thinking of a prostate exam. Although, hang on a minute, what's this I can see? Rad Dad, you don't have cancer. I think I've found what's causing you so much discomfort. Have you been overseas to Southeast Asia recently? No, not for hours. <laughs> well, an hour. 45 minutes. Ah, well, this explains it. This medical condition originates from Thailand. Oh, no. Is it deadly? Please say yes. You appear to have a pirated DVD copy of the Bridges of Madison County stuck up your ass. Oh, so that's what they were doing at the massage parlour over there. That makes sense. Because I, I just pulled my pants down and said I'd like a happy ending. All right, Dad. Holy fuck, that brings us to the end of episode 600 of the Little Dumb Dumb Club. Big round of applause, Danielle Walker, Ken James, Aaron Chen, Brett Blake, Dave Hughes. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See you later. And they've done it again. Oh, they've done it, finally done it. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, man, it was... Uh, Life moves pretty quick between 500 and 600, doesn't really it? really does, yeah. yeah it feels was, um, like an instant. Some fun times up there. Um, the classic, I think the classic setup for us doing those back-to-back episodes mm. is we throw everything at the wall in the, in the first one, and then the second one, we've got nothing left, and we just get loose, and it's more fun, maybe. Well, not that we... Not that we have nothing left. I mean, in this one, we had written stuff that we didn't get to in the yeah. first hundred, and then we had to cram it all into yeah. the back end of this yeah. and do a very rushed job yeah. of it. <laughs> Whether we should have or not, maybe is probably, up for debate. Probably should have been. I mean, it felt like the hours that had gone into you know prepping it, it's like, well, we better do it. Mm. Otherwise, we've just wasted a whole lot of time in the lead up. That's it. Oh, look, there were some little gems in that in that performance, so it was worthwhile doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you know, look, we just got rushed because you know the the people at the uh, the venue we're in were were rushing us, and uh, which just goes to show you don't get much for fucking fifteen grand or whatever. Bang, we were bang for your buck, paying. yeah. What were we paying? I don't know. That's, that's quite a bit, yeah. Which is you know that's the going rate, whatever. But I think uh, I paid a deposit like two years ago. Well, I would have. Did you? I think so. Did you pay a deposit? I have a feeling I did. Oh, well, I'd, be interest, I'd be interested in, in checking up on that because <laughs> I've certainly seen no uh, follow-up of that when I've been dealing with them Okay, since interesting. Then. I'll have a look. It rings a bell. I, I mean, it was so long ago. Yeah, man, I would definitely have a look because I don't think that's a... Th- I don't think we did that. Okay. You may have paid someone else for something. Yeah, okay. Know. Maybe that's what I did. Yeah. Maybe I paid someone else to suck me off yeah. in a public bathroom. For a real and I'm getting it confused with the experience yeah. of dealing yeah. with the Athenaeum Theatre. Yeah, and he yeah, and you su- he sucked you off and he got a 
a very milky deposit. That's yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that, that makes more I've gotten sense. those wires crossed there. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, they've done it again. Six hundredth episode, or the six sixty five hundredth episode. <laughs> um, if you look at the photos, much fun. Shout out um, to Callum Preston for doing the set. If yep. you're on the socials, uh, have a look at the set that we that we that he built for us. It was excellent. Um, much fun, uh, and hopefully you guys felt the fun through your little earbuds and want to go to some live shows. Because uh, they're heaps of fun. We like we said up the top of the show, we've got one April sixteenth, European Beer Cafe, four thirty. Same time the next week, April 23rd on the Saturday at 4.30, and then the next night, April 24th, on the Sunday night at 9.45, we have a late show. It's a public holiday, Eve. It's going to get loose. It's going to get fun. Excellent guests. Excellent times. We are in the mood for this live bullshit. Tommy's a new man. He's out. He's been self-isolating for seven days, Yep. and he's ready to perform for you. Yep. Fielding calls from the health department mm. every second day. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which I haven't heard of anyone else experiencing that. Right. I don't know. Maybe they saw the name come up and they're like, wow, well, a celebrity's gotten the, the virus. The face of the virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Which I, I was like, have I got like a new strain? Yeah. Is that why they're like hassling me so much? Is this like a brand new, they're like they've done the genomic sequencing and they're like, wow, we've never seen anything like this that's, before. Yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the... I haven't heard of other people talking about that, but that's nice. It's nice to see someone's checking up on you. I got a call at like, yeah, maybe fuck, 8 p.m. or something on the maybe the second day or the third day. And it was someone just clearly re- like reading from a script mm. and like trying to trying to sort of be like, yeah, like I'm I'm sort of fine. I'm just really tired. I'm just sort of trying to rest. And her being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just still reading through all these bullet points. I'm like, I don't really know how else to say it. That yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to be on the phone. She's like, yeah, now yeah, if yeah. you're experiencing domestic violence, I'm like, yeah, that's all good. Yep. No, no, none of that. No, yep. yep, that's all fine. Yeah. She's like, yeah, if you're having trouble breathing, I'm like, yes, I've got the number. I know. I'm feeling this. very tired yeah. of this conversation. My arm's just really hurting from holding <laughs> up the phone. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My patience is wearing thin. <laughs> yeah. And it's her going like, you know, this is obviously like a really trying time for you and, you know, hope you're feeling okay. But it's like she's clearly just reading it off mm. a sheet of paper. So it's like this doesn't I, – I could not be less convinced that this stranger gives a fuck about my health and well-being at all. Yeah. So um, yeah, there, there, there's still someone's out there following up. You know, you you feel like everyone's just kind of forgot, like mm. other than getting it and having to isolate. Yep. That the government is just like, oh well, that doesn't exist anymore. But yep. no, they're paying someone to oh, nice. be out there calling you up um, from their house. I heard the woman's kid come in and start <laughs> kicking off as she was on the phone to me. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so someone's you know someone's getting paid to just sit there and. Call sick people and yeah. read the script about Dom Vi. Well, congratulations, Tommy. You're out and about. You're out as of like a couple of hours ago. That's your, your seven days or whatever it is, and um, and you've you come straight here. So I know. It feels awful. <laughs> it really feels awful. Congrats. You've really earned this. I would have gone on the Melbourne Eye. That's how yeah. I would have celebrated if I didn't have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you're it's brutal because my girlfriend ended up getting it as well, and so she's two days behind me. So she has to still isolate for another two days. Mm. And it does feel rough, yeah. like being like, I'm out the door, I'm back doing the shows, I'm out and about at the festival. And and those first two days when you were locked up, she was presumably locked up as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So she's had, she will have had to do a full nine days. Cody, Cody did the same thing, where he, his kid got it, then his wife got it, and then he's just sitting around waiting to, to get it, like having to sit in the house, just waiting to get it, and then do that extra time. It's, I mean... 
the because it's like once one of you in the house has it, it's sort of like the countdown is on. Because I have heard of plenty of people who their partner has had it and they've just not gotten it. Mm. But I've also heard of people then testing positive on like day six, and yeah, it's like, yeah, great, my partner's out tomorrow, yeah. and now I have to do a week from now. Yeah. So my girlfriend was just like doing the tests flat out, just being like, if I'm going to get it off mm. you, let's just fucking get this show on the road. Mm. Um, so yeah, she's only got to do an extra two days, but mm. two days now of me being like, oh, oh I went I just, saw Greg Larson uh, and he was so funny. You would have loved it. I've just been to Carl's house. It was so <laughs> cool. <laughs> I just sucked down some fresh air. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. We just read five names of people oh, was, you and we recorded it. read about <laughs> it. I guess you'll just have to listen on mm. Wednesday, but... It's not the same <laughs> as if you'd been there. Um, but, yeah, we've got... It is, sh- yeah, what, I, did, I did notice that she must have had something wrong because you usually traditionally, just like you know, like the Beatles documentary, you usually do bring your girlfriend mm, and just yeah. have her sitting there yeah. just reading the newspaper as we're doing the, the Patreon read. So I well, thought something did, was up to It that. does feel weird that because she's isolating, you couldn't come to my house to do this. Mm. Like it's still an isolation zone. Right. So people can't come into the house. Right. But I can just come and go freely. Yeah. <laughs> it does yeah. feel strange. Yeah, I didn't think yeah, I did I did when you hit me up I went, I'll come over. I'm like, Oh okay, all right. Uh you know, I, I would have easily gone over there, but I guess yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's a contamination zone until yeah. uh until Friday. Because they yellow and black stickers just mm. crisscrossed across the front door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Uh, well, recording in hazmat suits. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we've got this Saturday the 16th, 4.30 yep. p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. The following Saturday the 23rd, same time at the European Beer Cafe. And then the next day, the 24th. Mm, 9.45. Uh, that's the Melbourne tour all wrapped up. And then we've got Tassie the next weekend. Hobart, uh, April the 30th, Saturday afternoon uh, at the Unibar um Great guest confirmed. Mm-hmm. Please come down if you're in Tassie. There's no excuse. We need you to support us and come down if you've been listening to us for years and all that sort of stuff. We promise it'll be fun. And then on top of that, if you want to, you know, like we've said the last couple of weeks, if you want to come down and just get a bit of Tassie in you, this is the time to do it. Mm. Um, come down and have a look at us and uh, have a, take yourself on a little holiday. Plenty of people traveling around now that everything seems to be a little bit more open. Everyone's mm-hmm. a little bit more confident. Great excuse to do this. We're bringing down our respective partners and, mm-hmm. and my my respective child. Yep. So um, if you want to come and uh, pick your way through the crowd and go, which one do they root, do you reckon? Mm. Which one? This is the time to do it. I was going to bring my respective car, but there's oh. no spaces on the Spirit coming back until like two weeks later for some weird reason. Oh, are you going to hire a car when you're down there or not? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will. Hmm. Yeah, it makes me think. Fuck, what are we? What am I? Gonna but I mean, do? it is. I mean, it it is. It's kind of like you're paying a lot of money to have the, like it. It the spirit is very expensive, right? Like unless you were going for like a couple of weeks, mm. it probably is always going to be cheaper to rent a car. Yeah, you're paying for the experience of being on the spirit mostly. I'm a bit worried about driving down there. What side of the road do they drive on? They drive dead in the middle. In the middle. Yeah. Wow. So okay. it's like any time you're on the freeway, any right. car coming towards you, it's just like you're playing chicken every like right. two minutes. Right. Okay. So you're just zigzagging the whole time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I will drive down there. Yeah. Now. That looks, sounds, sounds like sounds, fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> so check all that out. My show is back on uh, as of uh, when this is out. It's on until Sunday the 17th, 7.40 p.m. at the Cooper's Inn. Uh, I moved all the shows across. 
I spent a lot of time fucking fielding emails from people mm, who want their dates all I moved bet. around. Uh, it's a fun little activity to keep yourself busy while you're isolating. But yeah, come and check that out. And then I'm in Hobart the day after the pod. The thir- no, the first. First of May at the uh, Hobart Brewing Company. Mm. Uh, I've been told that I'll have a local Tasmanian comedian open for me. <laughs> oh, really? And I'm considering saying, can I just have Tom Ballard do it instead? Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, well, I guess worth a mention is uh, well, it's during the comedy festival, if you're going to Tommy's show, and you, there's plenty of people who are out and about looking for other things and bits and pieces, um, people flying in from interstate and going, you know, you run rooms to me. Uh, comedy rooms if you want to come by. I traditionally run my basement comedy club Friday and Saturday nights in the city. All the all the best uh, comics and people from friend, friends of the show and big names and whatever. During the comedy festival, I run a showcase every night uh, called Best of Melbourne Comedy. So if you want to looking for one of those showcases, come by that. It's selling out nearly every night. So um, get a ticket. Or alternatively, something that isn't selling a ticket is, uh, or as many tickets, is an ill-advised show I started called Best of UK Comedy. Mm-hmm. Where I looked at everyone else running shows that sound like that and thought that that cash grab is for me. Yep, and it's le- more of a coin grab. Um, so if you still I, cash, yeah, it's still cash, not as much cash. I don't advise you coming to see. You can f- feel free to stay away from that. Well, but, I mean, if if you if you want to see Danny McGinley and Dave O'Neill, <laughs> I hear the place to be is the best of UK comedy. My God, I, I <laughs> so this is the thing. There's a, a severe shortage of. Uh, I don't know. We should, should talk about this on the mainnet. Maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Um, Severe shortage of English comedians. Not a lot of people travelling over and everything. Mm. So I just started that up and thought, oh, there's plenty of comics who want gigs. Because there used to be, the, before before the Rona, there mm. would be, like the festival would bring people out, but then there would also just be a ton of UK people who yes. would just go, fuck it, I'm going to fly myself over. I'm not going to wait for the offer from the, the cushy offer of the mm. comedy festival. I just want to get out there, do spots, yep. have a bit of a working holiday, mm. try and find myself an Australian wife. Yeah. <laughs> just Jeff Green and Ross Noble it. Just yes. end up living in this beautiful country. Yes. Um, but obviously, so there were a lot of people kind of floating around that were yeah, from other countries that were looking for spots. Traditionally, there's a lot of um, UK acts over here for Comedy Festival, and so you'd think this would be easy to do. Not so much this year. There's like four. Uh, yeah, I'm, there's I think all of them all like live here now. Anyway, yes, all of that, <laughs> all of that. And so the first night, I was like, "Fuck!" And I've ended up having to get Danny McGinley to host. I'm like, "Well, he's got a Mac and his surname," but I'm like feeling ashamed, going, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this." And mm. McGinley's out there with a Scottish accent for the first two minutes before then dropping it, and then going, "The jig's up." And then, you know, fair enough, like getting into just stuff about his his family who are from the UK. Yeah, I'm like, all right, we've gotten away with that one. But, like, feel a bit bad. It's a bit of a rip-off to these people mm. or whatever. But then I find out the other shows around town. I'm the most authentic UK <laughs> show there is. Chris Franklin's hosting one. Yeah, nice. That's <laughs> pretty like, good. It's like, and they're going, other other shows are getting away with it, or trying to get away with it, going, oh, you know, the obligatory Aussie spot uh, is the Aussie tonight. Guest, it's yeah, like, that's hang a, on, there's no obligatory staple. spot. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What are you talking about? That's not a thing. Yeah. That's not expected. Yeah. It's not, you don't go... The best of this, and then go. Well, you know how we always do this, and have not the best of the UK. Mm. No, no, no. That's what One it says spot on the box. Someone you could see any other week of the year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't wait to hear how your other showcase, best of African comedy, yes. goes. <laughs> it's. Uh... You've asked me to do it, and I, I don't know. I'm using my best <laughs> judgment here. I, the the conditions that you said I have to yeah. adhere to. I'd, 
It just doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, man, you've changed your name once to like another ethnic sounding nationality. And I don't, I don't think asking you to, to, to perform as Tommy Zulu is that yeah. big of a stretch. Yeah. I, I think I, that's I, fine. No, well, the name change isn't the thing that I had the most issue with. It's, <laughs> it's all the other stuff. It's like... The that's the, that's the top line. That's the top line where you've gotten me in with that. And then once you started yeah. to read the fine print yeah. where um, things that I was having to do to my face, I was like, yeah. not, not really into. I don't yeah. know. It's a bit of a stretch. Well, come down every night to see... I don't need the 60 bucks that bad. <laughs> to come down to see uh, uh, the comedy must be crazy, where Tommy Zulu is emceeing with a coke bo- bottle hitting him on the head every night, seven pm at the European Beer Cafe. That it's going to be uh, it's, fuck. It's, it's, it's worth doing almost to be able to do up that poster. <laughs> the comedy must be crazy, and it's like yeah, make a little trailer where it's like the plane, and they're just throwing microphones at it. <laughs> fuck, it's really got me. It's the pretty. Com- the comedy, the must, comedy be crazy. must be crazy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Fuck, what a shame. <laughs> What a shame that you couldn't get away with it because it's, it's almost worth being – you know what? I'm going to say it. It's worth being cancelled for. It's worth a cancelling to just roll that one out. But just the idea of someone getting away with the comedy must be crazy, yep. colon, the best of African comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so great. good. Yeah, really driving the point home. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well, we gotta we got to push on. Uh, head to patreon.com slash club if you would like to support the show on Patreon. Get two bonus episodes every week with great special guests. Always a lot of fun on them. Uh, but most importantly, you go into the draw to get your name read out. That is it. But just, just sorry, just to go back to it. Just in case you don't know, it's a play on the words that the title of The Gods Must Be Crazy, that movie from about 982 or something like that. But I like it that if you don't know that and you just go to a show that's African-themed, that's called The Comedy Must Be Crazy because it's from Africa. It sounds <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen the film, but I like to think that it's one of those films that it you know it. You know the name. You know the reference. Yeah. Even if you've never seen it. Yeah. But probably not. Yeah. It yeah. probably would be like 16-year-olds who are like, this yeah. is fucked. Yeah. yeah no, I, I would say probably the majority of people are going, what the fuck, except for Tony Martin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks to everyone who subscribes. Really appreciate it. You know, an absolute pleasure to go through the, uh, to see these names pop up and you go, wow, it's, um, it is crazy to think that these people that we've never heard of, that have never even hit us up, have been continuing to just give us money and Mm. not have anything in return apart from us simply reading their names out and mildly calling them a cunt at some point. The Patreon must be crazy. Yes. And it is going to be crazy this week. It's going to be crazy this week. Every week, every one of these names is going to have a verbal Coke bottle thrown at their head. Yep. Starting with this first cab off the rank, first Coke out of the plane, straight onto the bonds off. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Adam Woods. Mmm. Clonk. Okay. Bonk right on the fucking noggin. Big Woody himself. Mmm. A. Woods. You'd have to go by Woody, surely. Mm, well, yeah, you'd think so. Woodsy. Is Woody as a first name, is that uh, is that short for anything? Is that is Woodrow? That Woodrow. Mm. So Woody Harrelson is Woodrow Harrelson. I would imagine Woody had first came around from Woodrow and then it's one of those things where, you know, like you, you uh, well, not you, like you, like the, there are people called Tommy instead of being called Thomas. Okay, sure, sure, on the birth certificate. So they just, yeah, on the birth Yeah, certificate. so now Woody's. So Woody's come from Woodrow mm-hmm. and now it's become its own legit name. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, just to clear up, not this guy's name, but yes, that's, uh, unless this guy's been, uh, unless Adam Woods is his nickname and his name is actually Adam Woodrose. Yeah, 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 it yeah. could be. It's just his full name. Nickname. Yeah. Can you have a full name nickname? Yeah. So if, so your your full name, full name nickname is Tommy Das. 
Yeah. I guess in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I get called that from time to time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carl Chan, I don't really get too much Carl of that. Carl Chan, yeah. yeah. Well, you, that sounds like a different person altogether. Carl, yeah. <laughs> Carl Fortchan, I get Carl a bit Chan. of that. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Woody. What do you think of Woody Harrelson? You a fan? As a person, as a performer. Um, yeah, man, part of the, one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, Cheers, and then uh, True Detective Season 1. I watched a bit of uh, oh, yep, yep. I watched a bit of that the other night, just a little... Clips come up on the on the on the random uh, selector on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, I'll go in for a couple of little greatest hits." The Him. Yellow King. Yeah, I've been meaning to rewatch that because I didn't really feel at the time like it stuck the landing, but um, mm. maybe I would appreciate it more now knowing that that ending was coming. Because right. I was I was in the camp of feeling like it was going to be this like like it was like a mystery series. It was that was going to have like a very satisfying right. kind of conclusion, and I felt a bit left in the cold. I can't remember how they what did. happened to be honest. Me either, really. I just remember being a bit like, oh. Yeah. So maybe knowing that that's coming would be better. I My girlfriend, while she's been sick, has just been taking down absolute rot movies mm. just from dusk till dawn. Knocked off all of Twilight. All mm. of them. Knocked off all of The Hunger Games. Right. Which features Woody Harrelson. Right. Does Some good-ass people in that movie. Okay. I've never seen that. Woody, uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Stanley oh, yeah. Tucci. Some fucking greats in there. Yeah. Taking a nice little paycheck. For doing mm. a for doing a film for teenagers, but uh, yeah, I love I love Woody. He's great. Yeah, no, he's good. Um, what else been in? Um, something recently that I didn't mind. He was in an episode of Curb. Oh, that's right. As was himself? he himself? He was himself. Oh, he got the gig. Yep, got the gig. Nice. He was. Imse- did we talk about this in that most recent series? How? Yes, I think we did. Yep. Vince Vaughn is playing a character. Playing someone else. Vince Vaughn doesn't get to be yep. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, which but Woody is gets fucking. To be Woody. Everyone else gets to be. Mm. I think it's Vince Vaughn and Patton Oswalt are the only people who rock up who are playing characters. Right. Everyone else gets to be themselves. Yeah, it's fair enough with Patton, I guess. But fair enough with Patton. Yeah. But to say that you know Patton and Vince are getting the same curb yeah. privileges is pretty is pretty absurd. Yeah, Patton's not in wedding crashes. I mean, no. God. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a good that's actually a good point of working things out. It's like Kirby and Susan, you're not big enough to be on Curb as yourself, but it's like Wedding Crash has probably made four hundred million dollars. Yeah, that would be funny. Like, I wonder if that's a. F- I mean, that's that's a funny like Curb episode where it's like even more meta than it is usually. Mm. Larry casting someone as the character as a yeah, character yeah, in yeah, a show yeah. that he's making in Curb, yeah, and then being like. What I'm not famous enough to play myself, yeah, and that's the whole ep. The whole arc of the ep is them trying to like convince Larry that they yeah. are famous enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are coming up to them and getting photos, and they're like, they're saying to Larry, like, see, yeah. And then the person's like, yeah, where are you from? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. a lot of that kind yeah. of stuff. What if, what if, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm was around today? That's, oh, that's what they could be doing. Yeah, Curb mm. Curb Two Thousand. Yes. <laughs> Well, thanks, Adam Woods. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Woodsy. Adam Woodrow. Thank, and unless, sorry, unless unless Adam is short for something as well, Adam Antium Woodrows. What about um, what about if this guy's middle name was Porno? Oh, you know, Porno hidden in the woods. That's good. <laughs> that's good. And also, like, yeah, it's pretty porny already. You know, you've got a a woods. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like that wood meaning you know. Erection. I've got a woods. Like, um, you know, there's a porn performer called Woody Long. Yep. You know, the long list of... um. Well, that's what the guy who has uh, two penises says when he gets erect. Yes. I've got a Woody's. I've got a Woods. I've got I've got Woods. I mean, you... Yeah. <laughs> I've got a forest down have there. You, have I'm you turned got, on. Have you got Woods? <laughs> Do you know Woods? Uh, thanks, thanks, Wood Rosie. Thanks, Woodsy. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Nicholas Lum. Donk. 
There's, there's the second bottle, Coke bottle falling from the, the plane. <coughs> Lum. Mm. L-U-M. Nikki Lum. This is tough. It's just a bit bewildering. Yeah. Where do you where do you pluck that surname from? It's pretty dull. I hate to say it's it. It's not. I, I wouldn't say it's dull. It's just like what what the fuck? It's like a it's really Don like, Martin sound effect. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I was about to say it's um it's Batman fifties TV series. Mm. Someone getting kicked in the nads. It's a you big know lum you know coming up is. on the screen. That's the that's the coke bottle hitting you on the head from the plane. Lum lum. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's more like a. It's got an echoey kind of feel to it, so it's more like a more like an oil drum right. hitting you. Right. Lum. Well, I've you know what I've done. I'm doing my research. I'm looking it up, and I really hope, I really hope this is the guy. I really do not think it will be, but I'm really hoping it is. Mm. There's a Nicholas Lum, who is representing um, Australia in table tennis. Cool. Who's getting IOC scholarship funding? For Paris 2024, as part of the Australian Olympic team. Oh, do we have an Olympic Patreon subscriber? Potential Olympian. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fuck uh, no! What I love more is that if this is the guy, he's receiving IOC scholarship funding, which means we're receiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IOC scholarship part funded funding by the IOC. by the Olympics, basically. Yeah, yeah. We are an Olympic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This week's this week's fifth name yeah. Juan Antonio Samaran comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Well, that makes sense. You know, I think because of this, because in honor of this of this Olympian potential Olympian, we should just do the amount of. Uh, uh, Patreon subscribers this this week as there are rings. as there are Olympic rings. rings. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, when you say you, have you googled this and that's where that's come up, or is this have have you looked him up on Facebook? Facebook. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I mean. I've got my Facebook says that my last two jobs were Burger King and Rio Tinto, <laughs> yeah. so this could just be yeah. uh, table tennis at Olympics no, slash School of Hard Knocks. No, this is a verified Table Tennis Australia page, okay. the official Facebook page. It's got the tick on it and everything. Okay, and it's saying that. And then I found another Nicholas Lemon. He's got a table tennis bat in his profile, so I'm story checks out. That's a bit. Having that's said the that, comic like. Whose profile pic is them on stage? It's a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's trying yeah. a bit hard. We get it. When it's just your personal page, it's like, who's this for? Yeah. Now, look, I'm putting all my eggs in that basket. However, I am really trying my best to ignore that there is another Nicholas Lum that comes up okay. when on Facebook that happens. And the to photos him. And the, <laughs> the photos him over a slow cooker. <laughs> he's got an anima. He's got a cartoon dinosaur, and he lives in Adelaide. Yeah. So I'm really tipping that that's the yeah. real one. Hey, there could be. It could be the same person. That could be his. Uh, you know, friends and family only account. Right. And then the the table tennis photo is like that's the public page. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I, but I doubt it. I it could be a bit of you know he's one step away from changing the Facebook name to Lickerless. Oh, Lickerless Numb. Lickerless Numb. <laughs> Lickerless Numb is fucking. That's, that's a great porn name. That's good. That's a very Lick, sweet. Lickerless Numb. That's a sweet spoonerism. Mm. Um, but look, uh, yeah, look, it seems like a little bit more likely, but I'm I'm kind of thinking I'm I'm putting my eggs in the basket. I'm I'm being optimistic. Mm. It's the it's the ping pong dude. It's that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yep. That's what I'm saying. And if it's not, don't let us know. Yep. Get your fucking ass out there yeah. and start learning ping pong. And, and you know, use this as an inspiration. Become the most famous Nicholas Lum you can be in Australia. Mm. You've only got one to beat. Yep. 
Um, stop fucking around with these cartoons and uh, get you on probably, the table. Probably if you've got a uh, if you've got a little anime cartoon as your um, uh, profile picture, you're probably well aware of this that there's a great manga series called Ping Pong. So read a bit of that, study up, learn the craft from that Japanese comic book, right. and then get out there and mm. put it into practice. Mm. Thanks, Nicholas. Thanks for the money, and here's your homework. Yep. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Lummy. Um, Lummy, Lummy, Lummy. I've got your Patreon money in my tummy. Mm. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Third Coke bottle out of the plane, bonking you on the head. The, these Patreon reads must be crazy. Especially this one. Thank you too. Lee Cutler. Cutler. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the most famous cutler I know of is the famous restaurant I've never been to called Cutler & Co. Cutler & Co. Uh, yeah. Over your way a little yeah. bit more. I should go there actually. A steakhouse sort of, isn't go it? go there. Uh, I don't quite know what sort of food it is. I wouldn't say it's a steakhouse. Well, not a steakhouse. But it's but fancy. It, it's like calling Rockpool a steakhouse. It's a steak. Inclined restaurant. It's the focus of what they do, I believe. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't I know that. I think so. All right. I think so. Um, I like a bit of and co. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's good. And how did it get to and co? Like, the first person to wedge that in is a bit clunky to go, you know, instead of saying company, you just say co. It's like, really? Well, I mean, everything's and co, really. It's like, you can't tell me that this restaurant started and it's a one-man operation. Yeah, Cutler's yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. He's seating you. He's yeah. taking the order. Yeah. Then he's racing off to the kitchen. He yeah. is the little... Ding of the people walking in. Cutting a, cutting a bit of meat off his own buttock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, it's like the one-man band where yeah. he's like cooking himself. Right. He's, seat, he's doing the so whole thing. So in company, thing. that would include the cows and stuff as well. Maybe that's what Co's short for. Cutler and cows. Cutler and cows. Yeah, yeah interesting. But okay. like that's a bit graphic. So he's Because oh, oh, oh. it is a collaboration, ultimately. Yeah, Every restaurant not, is a collaboration yeah. between the... Uh, man and beast. Between man and, and beast, yeah. And dead thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm glad that they've recognised that in their title. Yeah. Instead of just saying, this is just a, the one-man band, Cutler, here I am. It makes every other restaurant seem um, sort of uh, uh, Selfish. Uh, you know, dishonest. Yeah. Because yeah. they're hiding the fact that, you they're know. Taking the, the, they're taking the um, the plaudits. Well, you know, what's it called? Grossi Florentino. Mm. You know, they're having you believe that it's just old Grossi himself. Yeah. Just him. Yep. Just doing it all, is he? That's what you're sucking up. Yep. yep. There's no off the off the off the plate. That's that those noodles. They're, yeah. They're his pubes, are they? Yeah, there's not a guy called Dave in the kitchen yeah. doing at least some of the heavy lifting. Yeah. What about those plates that are nice and clean mm. when they have stuff put on them? Yep. You're telling me they just magically rinsed themselves off in the sink? That's um, yeah. Look, it's a good point, and I'm I am changing my comedy club name from not just Carl Chandler and I am every performer on tonight yep. to Carl Chandler I'm every performer on tonight and company and, and co yeah yep. and cows and cows yeah, there's going to yep. be some cows a few up there bovines too. getting up there yep. letting yep. rip yep. yep well thanks Cutler thanks Lee Cutler I hope you're part of that um, well I, I hope you're part of I hope that's either you that, that'd be great if we have a steak restaurateur mm. a, um, a ping pong champ and a um what, what did we say Adam Woods was? Just someone with a fucking weird name. Not not that weird name, really. Yeah, pornographer. Pornographer. Big dick, big dicked dude, mm. um, steak, someone who's mates with cows until he chops them up, and a ping pong dude. Yep. Great. Great. What a, what a great bunch dude. of... Ping pong dude. Yeah. It's official title. A ping ponger. Ping ponger. Yep. Yeah. Ping pongist. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Rosie Harris. Okay. I like the name Rosie. 
It's a nice name. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. You don't like it? No, it's fine. I'm just I'm really trying to get in my head what 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 I do feel about it. I don't I don't have a strong enough Rose feeling. You know what I think is weird is that there's Rose and Rosie. Like the idea that a parent would be like into one and mm. like I'll be fucked if I'm having the letter I in my child's name. Yeah. Is it still short for Rosemary or is that just a separate name? Rosie. I would imagine that in 2022, you would find that the majority of them are just like, Rosemary's Rosemary's gone. Yeah, right. But they're not, it's like we were talking about before. Yep. They're just going straight to Rosie. Straight to Rosie. Rosie. No time yep. for abbreviations. Yep. Just, just make the abbreviation the thing. Yep. Um, yeah, Rosie's fine. I'll, I'll cop that. Rose is, I guess, yeah, Rosie's the cooler version of Rose, is it? But this is what I mean. Like, the idea that you would have parents, because they're so similar. Mm. They're kind of the same thing, but they're different enough that I can imagine there being a big argument between a couple over which one you're going for. There would be a lot of roses off the back of Titanic, would there not be? A lot of um, people being called Rose that. From fucking absolutely lame couples naming their kid after Titanic, sure. Yes, yes. (laughs) So if that's the case, there would be, what was Titanic, 90... 97, I think. was it? Right. So, whatever that means. So, you're 25 now or so. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah. So, this could be a this could be a, a Titanic baby. Could um, be. What would be... What are the babies this year? In terms of... Right. We got a lot of roses in uh, 25 years ago from Titanic. What's the name this year from popular culture? Who's who's being born in 2022 and being and called... Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Slap. Slap. <laughs> All right. Okay. In honor of the Oscars. Right. My favorite pop cultural moment. Mm. Honey, we got to call our kid. Yeah. We got to name our kid after Will Smith slapping after Chris that, Rock at the Oscars. After that act of violence. <laughs> the that. best thing we saw on TV this year. Yeah. It's like all, it's it's as if all the think pieces will just be about our child. Yeah. Yeah. Like that old thing of like, you know, oh, kid was called Brooklyn because we're in New York when we were consummated. We, I was I was blowing my load yeah. as uh, as Chris Rock was doing a monologue. We had the yeah yeah we had the Oscars <laughs> on in the background while we were making Whoopi. Two days after that happened, I was at the gym and the trainer one of the trainers came up to me. He knows I do comedy and he was like, "Have you heard about this Will Smith Chris Rock thing?" Great, which I love. Not if you watched it, not did you see it. Have you heard about That's it? That's great that Jay Leno is uh, working <laughs> at your gym. And I really regret now not being like, what? Yeah, and then being and then just like leave, being like I, I have to go make some calls, just right, like right, pretending right. that it like in some. This like, gives me an idea. Have you yeah. got a pen? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like build build my crate up at the gym yep. in in the way of like pretending that this does have some kind of personal ramification for me and my work. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so deeply connected to Chris Rock that yeah. I need to. Yeah. I need to leave and check that he's okay. Yeah. I need to get on the direct line that I have to him. And a trainer has got ahead of you on this one. Yeah. From a guy in the industry, you were you were two days slow. Yeah, but the, the but a trainer traditionally the sharpest of all tools. Has, Not just uh, an industry event, but something that for twenty four hours there it seemed like like I reckon my parents would have known it had happened, mm. and they you know they're not they're not super ta- they're not looking for this stuff. No, they're not watching the Oscars. Yeah, um, but yeah, other cultural stuff that I think a kid is getting named after. Uh, fuck, what else is there? What else is there that's been big? Oh, like maybe some Tiger King nicknames, like 
maybe like uh, was Tiger King two years ago now though or not? Yeah, okay. You want you want it strictly this year, not yeah. Just like but look, this I'll cop that as well. Period. But I, do, I, I do like the idea that Carol he... coming back in or having like oh, yeah. exotic as a middle name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a bit of that. Yeah. Um, that's just like the last really, really massive. Maybe like Euphoria. I could see there being like some some kids named after characters from that. Right. The main character's name is Rue. Right. So I could okay. see I could see there being some Rue babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um is <laughs> this is, you know, coming off the back of, you know, like we like we say, uh sometimes a comedy festival there's not a theme, but there's a lot of people jumping on one bandwagon yeah, to try yeah, and yeah. move some tickets and uh you know, a few years ago there was about seven shows about breaking bad. Yeah. Was there a lot of Game of Thrones. Yeah, was there a lot of babies, you know, from eight years ago called Meth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, um, yeah. I could see there being like um you know, Succession, people love Succession. Mm. Kieran Culkin's character is called Roman. There you go. I could see that There's coming something. back. Yep. Roman, he's like referred to by everyone else as Roman, but his dad calls him Romulus. So I okay. think his full name's Romulus and then yep. Roman's like a... So I could see parents going, that's pretty fucking cool, mm. calling the kid Romulus. Yeah. Well, poor old Rosie Harris, I presume, is, is, is... She's a 90s baby or whatever that was. And she's been named half after... Um, Rose from Titanic, mm-hmm. and half after um, Apollo 11's, um, uh, one of the lead actors, Ed Harris. That's her last name, Harris. So it's Rosie Harris. So right. She changed her last name to that as well. Right, I think right, it's right. a big tribute to to popular 90s movies. The, the parents, are, you know, they're probably called, you know, something else completely. They've just renamed her after their favourite well, blockbuster releases. Yeah, the they 90s. probably conceived her in a, um, at, at a drive-in where they yeah, went yeah, and caught yeah. a double feature. In a In a blockbuster. <laughs> in a blockbuster. <laughs> Yeah, I've told. I would have told this before. Sperm donor through the return shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I would have told this before, but going to the drive-in once with my parents when I was a kid, and like watching, it was some just fucked kids movie, and it was like so bad. Even I, I was like eleven. Even I was like, this is a bad movie. Mm. And we got ten minutes in, and my dad's just gone. Nah, <laughs> just turned the engine on because it was what you know they've, they've right. got like multiple screens. Right. He's like, nah. Didn't even consult the family. Engine on, Great. drives out, just goes to another screen at random. Great. And that was how I ended up watching That Thing You Do for the first oh, time. Oh, wow. Yep. What a happy ending. Yeah. Dad yeah. really pee, wasn't he? He was just like <laughs> like doing laps around like, ah, oh, what looks kind of good. Great. This will do. Just park it in here. That's how you were introduced to the Onidas. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's terrific. Great judgment from, from, your, from Pa Daslow. Mm. Uh, well, thanks, Rosie Harris. Appreciate all you've done for us. And... Um, Good for you and both your names there. Uh, uh, look, there's one ring left. Yep. Uh, on the Olympic Patreon read this week, there's one bottle left in the uh, Patreon African plane. The uh, the Patreon subscribers must be crazy, and this is this is the fifth crazy Patreon subscriber for this week. Thank you very much to. Oh, okay. Oh, this is unusual. Wow. Okay. A little bit of detail here. You know, we we've. People know about this roughly, don't we? I, th- I think we talked about this a while back where people get... Um, I think you were signed up for... I'm fading so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were signed up for to be an MCG member, an MCC member. Yep. I was uh, an MCC member. You were, you were one. You were yep. signed up at, at... You need at to be birth. signed up at birth. Yep. This Grandpa ab- went and did it before he came to the hospital to see yep. me for the first time. Yep. Well, this we've got one of these. We're signed up from birth. Uh, a child. Um, this child's only... One week old. Okay. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Slap Comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty good. I mean, yeah. that is what happened. I guess that he did some comedy and he got slapped. I don't know if we've talked about this, but you know, sometimes people are named after, 
you know thing popular things in in uh, popular culture. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's happened there. Have in you the, watched? In the um, comedy is popular this year. Have yeah? Have you watched? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Just for this year, it's had a <laughs> bit of a renaissance. Um, have you watched uh, Ricky Gervais talking about the slap? No. Oh, brother, you got to no. treat yourself. No, thank you. And to all the listeners. Really treat yourself. No, it's fu- it's fucking good stuff. No, I don't want to spoil it. It's good shit. Is it is it gonna make me slap the computer? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm not gonna watch it. Have a look. Um, all right, guys. Thanks, Ricky Gervais. Thanks, Slap Comedy. Thanks mm. everyone who supports the Little Dum Dum Club. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Get on there. Get yourself the bonus episodes. Check out the live pods we have coming up. The Melbourne, sixteenth, the twenty third, the twenty fourth of April. Tasmania, April thirtieth. Uh, littledumdumclub.com for all that stuff. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. See you, mates.